I see a lot of deflection in Romans mm-hmm. too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to deal with what's yeah. here mm-hmm. because I'm just worried I'm just about else. everybody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when we don't deflect, when we really are honest with mm-hmm. what's here, we really, we really realize our need for the gospel. Hey, everybody. I'm Suzanne. And I'm Lindsay. And welcome to the Find and Follow podcast, where our goal is to help you engage your faith beyond Sundays. We are currently in a sermon series called The Pure Gospel, and we are in Romans chapter 2, the first half. And with us today is Tammy Metters. Tammy, thanks for joining us. Yeah, you're welcome. Yay, I'm glad, glad to be here. here. Glad to have you back with us. Yes. Tammy, um, just to get us started... Um, Gabe talked about at the beginning of his message when he was early in his military career getting lost in the woods. Mm -hmm. So how are you with directions? That was such an interesting story because he ended up in a ravine, right? (laughs) Right. (laughs) Okay. Well, how am I at directions? Well, I'll say this. I never go into the wilderness and I I never go off the trail. Um, Mm -hmm. So I would never find myself in that position because, Mm -hmm. number one, I don't know which Berries are poisonous. Okay. Okay. And I don't know how to build a shelter. So those two facts keep me on the trail. Okay. So I'm not, I'm probably not very good with navigating the wilderness, but I will say driving, I'm actually pretty good. Well, here's the real question. Apple maps or Google maps? Actually, I use Waze. Oh, Waze. Okay. Okay. I use Waze because it tells you the secret information. Like when there's an object in the road. When there's a, a, you know, a police, Police. Mm -hmm. it gives you all that that inside. Mm -hmm. I think Apple has upped their game a little though. Yeah. So I'm an Apple map girl. Mm -hmm. Me too. It's been a lot about a person. (laughs) (laughs) But I appreciate that. um, You're the navigator. (laughs) So let's navigate through chapter two. Oh yeah. (laughs) What a segue. Um, Let's do it. So um, both Chris and Gabe talked about like chapter one is about our self-centered um, the road, the different roads. Mm-hmm. So self-centered road and then self-righteous road in chapter mm-hmm. two. Yeah. Um, I think this one, um, any of us who have been in the church for any season, this one hit pretty hard, mm-hmm. but I want us to really kind of unpack, how do you see these chapters as similar? And mm-hmm. then how do you see them as different? Yeah, that's a good question. Um, we'll definitely see, the first thing that stands out to me is mm-hmm. that in both cases, they're not living in a proper um, relationship to God, Mm -hmm. you know, Um, not really living as created beings Mm. uh, under the authority of an almighty God. Mm. So that's the first thing. I see that in both, you know, not living in humility, Mm. um, understanding your position as a a human being. Um, You know, I see... You know, I see arrogance in both. One one is arrogant because they think they can do what they want to do. Mm-hmm. They're not under any kind of a law. The other is arrogant because they think they're really good at following the law and so good at it that they can judge the way that other people live mm-hmm. uh, and follow the law. Mm-hmm. So arrogance in both places, um, not seeing a lot of grace. I mean, they both are, you know, under, mm-hmm. you know, under punishment. Um so, yeah, a lot of similarities, actually. In fact, yeah. more similarities to me than differences. Mm-hmm. I, I struggle to see the differences here. I think mm-hmm. the difference to me is it looks different. Yeah. You know, mm-hmm. it lo- it, it's like manifesting behavior, itself yeah. differently. Same. But, yeah, a lot of sameness, a lot of like lack of humility, lack of just acknowledging your position as a human. 
you know, it's under that, God's authority. The C.S. Lewis, Lewis quote, mm-hmm. prideful people can't stand other prideful people because they see themselves. Mm-hmm. Like there's, there's self, in, the self is prominent in both of these. Mm-hmm. Absolutely. Mm-hmm. Both. Mm-hmm. Both are selfish. Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> Bottom line. <laughs> Bottom line. They're both selfish. Well, Chris kind of unpacked a little bit for us it, um, in 1 Corinthians 2.15. Mm-hmm. It talks about those mm-hmm. who are spiritual can mm-hmm. evaluate all things, but they themselves cannot mm-hmm. be evaluated by others. So there's an evaluation of like fruit that we talk about, fruit mm-hmm. of the Spirit, mm-hmm. but then there's a judgment. Mm-hmm. And so yeah. Um, yeah. I think this passage kind of hit this. Um, Romans 2, 3 says, since you judge others for doing these things, why do you think you can avoid God's judgment when you do the same thing? So yeah. how do you unpack that? Like yeah. judgment versus evaluation. It's really good. Yeah. Um, well, obviously we, we know right from wrong. God has mm-hmm. sh- shown it to us and we have that wisdom and we have that intelligence. Um, I think a lot of it is our motive. Yeah. You know, asking mm-hmm. ourselves why. Um, why are we being harsh toward this person or why are we judging this person? Because if we don't evaluate right or wrong, we all end up living like this. Um, so yes, yes, we, we will, we will be able to tell right and wrong. We do live under God's authority Mm -hmm. and we will be able to to do that again. Um, I like to ask myself like, why? I like to say, why? Why, why, and what? What am I worshiping? Why am I feeling this way? Why am I? Mm-hmm. Um, because there, there is, of course. Now, if someone doesn't know Jesus, you know, I feel like mm-hmm. we're 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 still at the point share the gospel. Yeah, mm-hmm. like that's the answer. That's if someone doesn't know Jesus, it's always about the gospel. Mm-hmm. That's always the step is right. making sure they understand the good news of of Jesus and the hope of Jesus. Mm-hmm. Um, but we do have to also acknowledge that we you know, are in this faith community. Mm. And I look at, I look at the, you know, the irreligious uh, Gentiles, you know, and then the Jews, Mm. I mean, they are in Rome. Um, The church is being built and they are eventually going to be, there's, there's going to be a faith family and a faith family is beginning here where you're going to have people with those two backgrounds, Mm -hmm. you know, and Mm -hmm. I think we can probably kind of relate to one background or the other. Um, and this redeemed community, this new redeemed community, Mm -hmm. God, you know, he, he wants us to live in that kind of relationship where we are, you know, we are, um, confronting each other Mm -hmm. in love. Uh, we are gently restoring one another back to relationship. Mm -hmm. We're, you know, we're basically reminding each other who we are Mm. as a redeemed Mm -hmm. people, Mm -hmm. you know, because we are, we are not only redeemed individuals once we Mm -hmm. know Christ, but we're, we become a part of a redeemed community. Mm -hmm. So I think of those two separately. So I think of people who don't know Jesus, Mm -hmm. the answer is the gospel, brothers and sisters in the faith. The answer is we're walking alongside one another. We're Mm -hmm. loving one another when we remind each other Mm -hmm. uh, who we are Mm -hmm. and how our redeemed community behaves, Mm -hmm. you know, um, so th- that those are the two things that come to mind when I think mm-hmm. about, you know, about our responsibility to evaluate. Mm-hmm. That's good. Yeah. That reminded me, um, I really appreciated Chris. He had um, like a question and you're kind of framing it the same way, but it's like, what story are you thinking or believing mm-hmm. about mm-hmm. God and what story are you believing about yourself? So when we see somebody and we want to like evaluate their behavior, framing it in that 
in that way instead of judgment. Mm-hmm. Um, and he had a quote from Tim Keller. It's like, you're wrong, you're lost, and I feel better. <clears throat> That's passing judgment. Mm-hmm. But instead it's like, hey, mm-hmm. what story are you believing about God? What yeah. story are you believing about yourself? Right. Um, right. That is the kind of through the lens of kindness, really, you know, mm-hmm. and, and discernment and mm-hmm. wisdom. So I love that. Yeah. I love the kindness and I love the love. When you talk mm-hmm. about how do I lovingly interact with mm-hmm. brothers and sisters in, mm-hmm. in the community, then it is, yeah. it's, it's truly questioning out of care and love mm-hmm. and not out of judgment. And yeah. I think so quickly we, we turn away from the love and the kindness to, mm-hmm. well, maybe that's me, um, maybe not you guys, but I think sometimes that's the challenge yeah. of how do I engage in love mm-hmm. and how do I engage in kindness mm-hmm. toward others? Yeah. yeah, and again, just I always have to check my motives. Yeah, that's good. I, when yes. I ask myself, why is this bothering me? Why am I hoping mm. this person gets mm. caught? caught. Yeah. Mm. Reminds you of childhood, doesn't it? <laughs> it's like that's where the tattletale yeah. thing, yeah. Ha- you know, mm-hmm. happened. Why, you know, why, why am I jealous of yeah. what good. the good that God has done in this person's life? Mm-hmm. And when you start asking yourself the whys, you get to the heart mm. of am I, am I behaving like, you know, like these self-righteous, mm-hmm. you know, Jewish um, you know, believers. Mm-hmm. Um, and it's like, yeah. And then I say, what, what am I worshiping here? Yeah, that's good. <laughs> you know, it, and that was one thing I noticed in chapter one is the word worship. Mm. It's like, we're not worshiping him. Um, mm. verse 25 says, so they worshiped and served the things God created instead of the creator himself, who is worthy of eternal praise. Yeah. So it's like, why, why? And, and what am I worshiping here? Yeah. It's a good check no, for that's our good. hearts. I like that hearts, question yeah. for mm-hmm. your, for our hearts, and mm-hmm. I think that applies to mm-hmm. believers too. Mm-hmm. Absolutely, um, we get distracted and mm-hmm. out of focus um, instead of focusing on what God has called us to and calling us mm-hmm. to yeah. as in in community. We get focused on what is right in front of us mm-hmm. or what the action has been of the person mm-hmm. instead of understanding the motive behind it, and yeah. I, and then looking at our motives before we address. Giving grace, mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. giving grace to them because we know how much grace that God has given us. Mm-hmm. You know, and I, I, I just think it all is about loving each other as a faith community, yeah. knowing each other, truly yeah. living in that community mm-hmm. where our motive truly is like we love each other, we're mm-hmm. for each other, we're on the same team, we got each other's backs. I mean, that's what the church yeah. is. Yeah. Um, and that, you know, that means that I love you enough yeah. to. And there, there are people mm. that are in my life that do that, mm. and I'm, really I'm grateful for that. Yeah. So makes me better. Make, mm. We're being sanctified together. We're yeah. on mm. mission together. Mm-hmm. Like we, we, you know, this is a beautiful community mm-hmm. God's given us, and part of that community is that we gently restore one another when we're not living out um, our faith and God's grace in our lives. I love that um, picture of what community is supposed to be. Mm-hmm. It's the challenging us calling us back to where who God has called us to be mm-hmm. and being in community and being known helps you walk yeah. that out mm-hmm. um, and I think that's so important mm-hmm. to understand this passage mm-hmm. as well yeah okay. it's making me think of like <clears throat> the word accountability mm-hmm. which I think has such a negative connotation but I love that word because it's like it means you're accountable to somebody mm-hmm. you know and it means that you don't like walk alone Right. And that people are like looking out for you, kind of you're describe, describing, but like I lived a time where I didn't have a church community and it was like very, 
um, so disorienting because I'm like, nobody is checking on my faith or like right. nobody's like, I'm not walking in faith with anyone, you know, as part of a church community. And it was disorienting and I didn't mm -hmm. really, I didn't like it, you know, yeah. and I was like, this is not the way life's meant, meant to be lived. Mm -mm. But accountability is like, I'm accountable to you. You're accountable mm -hmm. to me. Mm -hmm. And that is like, Something about that is really nice to me. Well, no, I think uh, accountability to me is funny mm -hmm. because it is sometimes seen as negative, like mm -hmm. keep me from sinning, keep yeah. me from the harsh. Mm -hmm. And so it feels it's like shame-based. Yeah. Right, and, and it's not supposed to be shame-based. Right. It is no. supposed to be mm -hmm. out of love mm -hmm. because I know you. Trust. And I trust you. Yeah. I want you to speak into my life. I want you to call out in me mm -hmm. what you're seeing. Mm -hmm. And you have to want that, though, right? You, yes. You have I to mean, be open to it. True. True. Yeah. There has posture. to be a surrender. Yeah. It is a posture yeah. of surrender to say, I want you to speak into my life, and I yeah. want to engage in this community. Therefore, I want accountability. Mm -hmm. yeah. And I think um, I know there have been seasons in my life where I haven't had it and where I've wanted mm -hmm. it more. Mm -hmm. I've also had seasons where I had it, and it was not always easy to take mm -hmm. and receive, Like, but it's so important. Mm -hmm. It is, and it shows me where I, when I when I'm behaving this oh, way, yeah. <laughs> um, because my personality um, when I'm stressed, mm -hmm. I become critical. Mm -hmm. I can become critical, and I didn't realize that about myself until someone in Is our community it? loved me enough to say, "Hey, I don't know if you realize this, but when you're stressed." You, you can become more critical. And I'm oh. like, oh, that's right here. There it is. <laughs> you know? And now I notice it in myself. That's so good. now I'm like, if I feel, oh, I'm getting critical. Okay. okay that's telling me something yeah, right now. Yeah, that's good. Mm -hmm. So that's good. it's good when we have those people. Thanks yep. for sharing that part, like mm -hmm. the learning that you've had from community, mm -hmm. from accountability, because yeah. I think we all have those places that we need mm -hmm. that encouragement. Mm -hmm. And when it's given in kindness, it is encouragement. Um, Absolutely. And I, I want to ask this question. How do you see the kindness of God in dealing with us and our sin? Yeah, I mean, I see his kindness just that he wants to rescue humanity. <laughs> like just big picture the big here. Picture kindness. Like the kindness of God. Can you, can you imagine having to deal with humanity? Woo! <laughs> We're the worst. <laughs> we, we're, you know, we're kind of bad, you know? <laughs> but just the fact that God created a people to love, and he, you know, even though we turn from him and we don't show faithfulness to him and we don't trust him, he just continues to love us, and he provided Jesus. He provided a rescuer for us. Mm. I mean, that just, at a high level, it just blows my mind mm. that the, the almighty God, provided a way for humans to be reconciled back to him. Um, so that, but then I look at me individually and I know my heart, you know, I still struggle with that sin nature. I still have, you know, when I ask myself the whys, it gets to the criticalness and the jealousy and, and all of these things. But God just, you know, he just continues to extend grace to me and patience with me and, you know, just, you know, he lets me get away with things I shouldn't get away with, <laughs> with right? You know, and then even if you don't, you know, even if he, you know, even mm -hmm. if I get caught and I get, you know, called on things, that's his kindness too, mm -hmm. to restore me back to, you know, this yeah. trust relationship with him and um, reconciles me back to himself. So just, he is a good, kind, patient, mm -hmm. you know, God. And when, and that's like, you know, you look at Romans 1 and Romans 2, and then you look at when we live in gratitude, mm. when we really understand 
the kindness God has had toward us, that's the place to live. Mm. because that's where we acknowledge his grace. Mm. That's where we're humble. Mm. That's where we're kind to others and we're understanding and compassionate to others. Mm. So that's what I, when earlier I said that we, we aren't properly relating to God. Mm. You know, if I'm relating, like I can do whatever I want to, I don't acknowledge your authority. And then over here, you mm. know, I'm not relating to you because I think I can follow these laws. I don't think I need you. I think I'm, I think I'm pretty, good. I'm pretty good. Mm-hmm. But it's like, no, we're supposed to live acknowledging his character of, what does it say, kindness, patience. Um, I mean, that's Mm -hmm. where we live, and that takes us to humility and gratitude. Like, thank you, Lord, Mm -hmm. so much for Jesus, for the work of Christ. Like, thank you, thank Mm -hmm. you, thank you. So, Um, I love that when you think about, um, when you juxtapose that to judgment and, Mm -hmm. like, how we feel like we... um, Sometimes when we feel judged, mm-hmm. and if we can go back to the point of, but God's grace is with me, and He is kindly pulling me to Himself mm-hmm. instead of um, the, you know, it's not the, we don't live under the letter of the law anymore because of the work of Christ on the cross. Yeah. And so that grace can be ours, and that relationship is ours, mm-hmm. and that changes the way I approach Him. But I think gratitude. Um, it does change the way my brain works. Changes our brains, actually. Mm-hmm. It actually does. Mm-hmm. It's brain science. Mm-hmm. Neurotheology. <laughs> That's a thing. Did you make that word up? No, I did not. Neurotheology? Neurotheology. I have not heard this before, mm-hmm. Tammy. Yes. Well, I'm glad to bring that to the podcast. <laughs> Thank you. <laughs> Thank you, Tammy. <laughs> go Google it now. Yeah. Everybody go look it up. It's your homework. Pause now and go <laughs> Google, Google neurotheology. neurotheology. No, but I do think the work, um, the reworking of our minds, the renewing of our minds is that. And That's so, what it is. Mm-hmm. And so it's so important. Mm-hmm. And gratitude does mm-hmm. do that. Well, both Gabe and Chris kind of um, in the picture of Romans 2 Mm -hmm. took us from this seat of judgment and working on our judgment. They took us to Luke 15 and the story of Mm. the prodigal son, but really talking about both. One is um, the younger son who has sought his pleasures like a Romans 1, and then the older son who has stayed in the house but um, mm-hmm. is judging his brother and his father and all the actions that have taken place. Mm-hmm. Um, Chris quoted David Wilcox, um, not to kick under the table, but to kick under my breath instead. Mm-hmm. Um, I think there's, um, I, might, I am an older sibling, um, so um, this sat with me for a little bit. Um, I was like, oh, there have been times that I've been that older sibling mm-hmm passing judgment mm-hmm. on my brother. I just confess that to all of you. Um, we'll share this podcast with him. Mm-hmm. Like, <laughs> He'll compl- say, finally, <laughs> finally yes, she apologized to me. Um, no, but uh, let's talk about that a little bit more. Um, for those of us who've grown up in the church or spent a lot of yeah. life in the church, mm-hmm. how do we walk in, how do we unpack this for yeah. us? I didn't grow up in the church. I, I, di- I was exposed to the church, and I did know Jesus mm-hmm. at a young age through vacation Bible school, but I was, our, my family didn't attend church. But I grew up in the South. Mm-hmm. Um, and I will just say, as I thought about this, you know, nobody really calls you out for your secret, like, sin when you're a child. I'm, I'm thinking mm-hmm. when you're a child. Mm-hmm. You're reinforced for positive external behavior, mm-hmm. right? Like, everywhere you go, you're, you're, 
you know, you're rewarded somehow for your positive external behavior. You're told you please God, mm-hmm. you know, your obedience pleases God. Yes, that is absolutely true. But what I started thinking about is how when you hear that message over and over again, it's all about your external behavior and there's not also the mm-hmm. message, but you can't really obey this without the gospel. Mm. Like, I don't remember being told that at any point in my childhood that you can't obey this. Mm. Like we, tr- we try, mm. but we can't. Um, and so that make yeah, it just makes me think like understanding we can't, we actually can't obey the law. Mm. So kind of growing up feeling like mm-hmm. you're supposed to obey the law. Mm. And then when you do, you get a lot of kudos. So it kind of builds some pride. Mm-hmm. Um, and, and, and I think, I, you know, I didn't think so much about, well, what about self-righteousness? And what about those mm-hmm. things don't get called out as much because it's like you're doing good. You're, so I, mm-hmm. I a little bit wonder that, like when you, when you were raised in the church in my generation, mm-hmm. your generation. My generation, Not yes. your generation. You. Different. <laughs> yeah, yeah, I am of different. But I don't know how, to, like, <laughs> yes, does that, do you feel that a little bit? Like we were raised to, for our, to, we were parented toward our external behavior. And I don't remember being told try, but you can't do it apart from Christ. Like you need Jesus. I don't remember hearing that so much. I was an adult before I really understood my full need for Jesus because I was told to obey. And when I obeyed, it was met with accolades. And so, and then when you're successful and then pride builds. Pride builds. I'm good at this. I'm, I'm, yeah. Look how much better I am at this than all these other people. Pride is a really big deal, and I, I and I think you're right. I think we were um, not by on purpose, but we were parented toward pride. A little bit. That's and, and a little bit the way. It I mean, feels that feels that way. Um, you, know. you were pushed and like prodded toward that. Yeah. Um, and so, yeah, it becomes a really real issue mm-hmm. yeah. to, to surrender. Yeah, yeah. Um, and I think by the time I was a parent. I knew I had, you know, the parenting Christian books were, they talked Mm -hmm. much differently about, you know, make sure your children understand their need for the gospel. Don't rescue them Mm -hmm. all the time. Don't, you know, and so I was able to parent my kids a little bit different so that they knew I actually can't obey Mm -hmm. this law. That's why I need a savior. Mm -hmm. (laughs) What Mm -hmm. about, I'm just curious in your generation. Um, my parents are amazing. Shout out. Yes, they are. David and Catherine. Are. And we know them. Amen. We love them. Um, I think like they, um, like I worked hard and they raised me to work hard, but they were like, I knew they were proud of me regardless of like what I did. Oh, that's good. Yeah. But however, I think, um, like, uh, my, like, sorry, I just had another thought about my mom, <laughs> but it's like same. My parents never rescued me from anything. They're mm-hmm. like, this is, you gotta, we mm-hmm. gotta deal. So they built resiliency and perseverance and things like that. Mm-hmm. But I will say like a part of my wiring, not to bring up the Enneagram, but just being a type one, we're very wired. It's, we want to be good. Like goodness mm-hmm. is mm-hmm. like our virtue and it's very important to us. And we want to like do good, be good. We want to like bring, um, like goodness to the world, you know? And so that is good. However, when it becomes like we can be, um, we can think we're like the savior of every situation, you know, and we can be extremely critical of Mm -hmm. ourselves and other people. 
And so I definitely relate to the older brother 100%. And I didn't even realize it till later. I was like, oh, I think we've been reading Tim Keller. He has a book about this, mm-hmm. Prodigal God. Oh, yeah, mm-hmm. I love that book. Yeah, I was mm-hmm. like, oh, my gosh, I'm the older brother, you know, where I'm like, well, look what this person did. You know, I'm very, like, I can be very judgmental in that way or think I'm better than, but definitely worshipped my goodness. And I wonder, like, I mean, I don't know. I could do a deep dive on my um who I was as a child and teenager, but I think I've just always had this achiever mindset a performance. I want to do well and Mm -hmm. I want to be excellent at what I do. And I think that's good. But when it becomes, I knew like there were times it became like who I was, um, Mm -hmm. like in sports and um, in school, you know? And so, Mm -hmm. um, I don't know if I wasn't raised that way though. Um, my parents didn't instill that, but I think it was just something like within me, maybe that just our culture. Yeah. And I was like, Oh, I like, and I like doing well. You know, mm-hmm. you know, well, it's like, I mean, I think we're good. We're, yeah, we are in, in our culture in the American culture. I think yeah. it's we are we are mm-hmm. groomed for success. Mm-hmm. We want mm-hmm. success. We want to succeed in all that we do and do mm-hmm. well. Mm-hmm. We want to win. Um, it, you know, I don't think my parents didn't meant to not say you have a yeah. need for God yeah. because mm-hmm. they, yeah. they did talk about I think that, that was just the culture. But at I that think time. culturally yeah. at that time, that's yeah. what it was. Mm-hmm. I do think, um, mm-hmm. it took me a while to fully understand mm-hmm. the depths of my sin. And oh, I yeah. think I'm still grasping mm-hmm. that every day. Mm-hmm. So, and I yeah. think, um, I think Absolutely. that's something that we don't, we never stop learning more about our depravity and God's goodness and mercy yeah. to us. Yeah. But I, I, I wonder, um, I think we have changed the way we teach mm-hmm. um, and the way we work with um, parenting and the different things we've learned through the years. But at the same time, we are wired for that. Mm-hmm. And the self um, we, achievement yeah. and winning is. Yeah. And we can, can go hide too far. the. Mm-hmm. You know, talk, what does it say that we're at the end of chapter? No, not at the. No, I'm sorry. Where is it? Oh, verse 16. It says, "The day is coming when God, through Christ Jesus, will judge everyone's secret life." Mm. You know, it's the secret life that isn't yeah. always called out, mm-hmm. so we can hide it. Mm-hmm. But that's where the motives are, and that's yeah. where the the brokenness is found in that secret lie. When Gabe and Chris said it too, and he had that quote about the tape recorder around your neck. Yes. Which first of all, tape recorder, I played with a tape recorder all growing up. Yeah. I had my own radio show. Everything. Ooh, anyway, of course you we'll did. Practicing for this <laughs> practicing for, this practicing for right today. <laughs> but <laughs> I had like a whole, like a whole show. Anyway, um, we'll come back to that. But that was like, when he talked about that around your neck, that was super convicting to me. Mm-hmm. I was like, oh my gosh, what am I saying? And like, what am I doing? You know, I just like, well, wow. The, the David Wilcox quote, what yeah. am I saying under my breath? Because yeah. Yeah. Um, God, hears I, it. Mm-hmm. God hears it all. <laughs> even the internal that, that like, I don't actually, actually even say under my breath. He yeah. knows what I'm thinking. Yeah. Um, and that is why I'm so, so grateful today yeah. for his mercy and his oh grace. I know. Because Absolutely. It, it, yeah. Thank you, Jesus, mm-hmm. for your work. I know. Mm-hmm. Amen. We need it. We need it. I need so it. I need it. Us. I, mean, I mean, it's terrifying. Yeah. When you read some of, you know, some of this chapter too. I mean, if we're judged by our ability to follow the law, Man, mm-hmm. we can't, we can't, mm-hmm. we can't. And it's terrifying. And then it just makes the good news of Jesus so much and more amazing, mm-hmm. you know. Mm-hmm. There's a book um, that I love. It's called Hallelujah Anyway. It's by Anne Lamott. 
Mm-hmm. Um, and she writes about this story in, through the lens of mercy. And she has this quote, which I should have brought it, but she talks about like, you, we don't know at the end of the story whether the older brother goes into the party and celebrates the younger brother. And she's like, but will you? Mm. Oh, it gives me chills. And so it's like, I want to be the kind of person mm-hmm. that celebrates the younger brother. You know, it's like, I want mm-hmm. us all, even the type of community you're talking about, you know, it's like, yes, come into this. We're yeah. going to celebrate your return instead of being like, what is he doing here? You know? And so that whole question, she's like, we don't know, but like, will you? Will you be the one that goes into the party and like celebrates? And I was That's like, good. oh, what a prayer, you know? So, wow. I, I love what that question. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 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 The posture of surrender. Mm-hmm. And I, I think that changes how we approach. Mm-hmm. It changes how yeah. we live mm-hmm. when we think about, think that way mm-hmm. to go, okay, I, I, I want to celebrate. Mm-hmm. Yeah. I want to celebrate the younger brother. I want to celebrate my brother and sister who are struggling, I want to care well for them and I want to love well mm-hmm. in that. Like that's, yeah. that changes mm-hmm. the dynamic. And then, you know, like really guarding against superiority, mm. yes. really guarding yeah. against superiority. We all have yeah. a tendency to think we are better than <laughs> others. We're smarter than others. Yeah. We do, we make better choices. Just really seeing ourselves side by side as yeah. broken people redeemed mm-hmm. by Christ, yeah. just stay side by side. Mm-hmm. Just, you know, I love that. The side mm-hmm. by side. It's good. Shoulder to shoulder. Good picture. Yeah, mm-hmm. It's a great picture. Mm-hmm. It's a great it's picture. Um, well, Tammy, the bottom line was you can't know how good the good news is until you know how bad the bad news is. Mm-hmm. So when facing the bad news, how do we find the hope of the good news? Yeah. Well, we, we certainly, it's really spelled out for us mm-hmm. from Genesis Revelation. Mm-hmm. I mean, like we see it in the scripture. Um, I think being honest, honestly, being honest with ourselves, um, being observant. Yeah. I mean, I think it's really easy deflection. I think I see a lot of deflection in Romans too. Mm-hmm. Like I don't have to deal with what's yeah. here mm-hmm. because I'm just worried I'm just about else. everybody mm-hmm. else. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Um, so I think when we don't deflect, when we really are honest with mm-hmm. what's here. We really, we really realize our need for the gospel, our need for God's grace, and then, then we have that good news. Then, yeah, again, the good news is so amazing because we've been honest with ourselves about where we stand with the bad news. So, yeah, when we when we truly see our position where we are, um, in our sin nature, man, we're grateful for Jesus. Amen. That's good. Mm-hmm. Tammy, um, thanks for joining us today. This has been a rich conversation, and I just wouldn't ask us ask you to pray for us before we finish. Yeah, sure, absolutely. Lord, we're thankful for your word. Um, we're thankful um, for Jesus. I mean, bottom line, we need Jesus. We need someone to rescue us, Lord. We we know that we're stuck in our sin nature. Um, we can see ourselves in Romans one and Romans two. We can see that many times we want to do what we want to do. We don't want to live under your authority. And then at other times we think we're doing great. We think we're following your law and that, and we're putting ourselves in your place when we, when we think we're doing so great and we judge others harshly. Um, but Lord, help us to just see our hearts. Help us to be honest with ourselves. Um, see those secret places in our heart. Ask ourselves why. And then... I just ask that you help us to align ourselves back into proper relationship with you, to live in gratitude for the work of Christ, 
to, to live appreciating who you are as our God, your character, your, your patience. Um, and Lord, I do ask that as we go into our worlds, whether outside or inside the church, um, that we are just living in love, um, but, but also caring about people enough to help restore them and to live as a redeemed community and, and caring enough about those who don't know you to pray, to share the gospel, to show them how wonderful you are. Lord, we love you, and it's in your name we pray. Amen. Amen. Thank you, Tammy. Thank you all for listening. Find us where you um, find your podcast, and we'll see you next time.